This is the Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 The Zoo, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Here's Kelly Finley. Good Sunday morning and welcome to the Community Roundtable. I'm Kelly Finley. Always a pleasure to talk to you every Sunday and introduce you to people who are doing great works in the community And this one is extra cool. I cannot wait until you hear more from him. As I do each Sunday, I have my guests introduce themselves and tell you which organization they're with. And then we get right to the conversation at hand. Good morning. Good morning, Kelly. Oh, my goodness. You hear that accent? Tell everyone who you are. I am Stephen Andrews, a.k.a. Goff. I like that, a.k.a. Golf. And you, well, you wear many hats in the community. I do. Okay, so who are you representing today? I'm representing everyone today. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You have a band. I do. Uh-huh. What's the name of your band? Picky Ed Militia. We are local. You are local. Very much so. People are surprised when you say that? Yes, because not many people have heard our sound, but this is a truly local sound. But see, there's the accent. They're so stuck on that, they can't get past anything Absolutely. else. Absolutely. Well, well, we can't hide it. <laughs> you don't want uh, to. Uh, and the reason is we have all relocated here okay. over the years. And we have brought our culture with us. Mm-hmm. And we have blended it with local culture. And through that blend, we have made music that is indicative or representative of both cultures or many cultures. I love this. This is going to be a robust conversation. I already see it. All right. So you're Stephen Andrews, like on your license, right? But how did you come up with golf? Golf is a name I acquired um, by mistake, (laughs) you could say. It's a nickname. So it's from high school in Jamaica. I went to high school in Jamaica. And because of my last name, which is Andrews, and also potentially some relation, I resembled some famous football or soccer player. Okay. So the guys picked on me and said, uh, his name was Goff. That was his nickname. So they nicknamed me Goff as well. Right. So that's it stuck. You know what? You want to see, are you really like second cousins, third cousins? Maybe. We may be. You we know? may be because there are family ties from that part of the country he came from. I love it. And I love that you said um, football and then you said soccer so people understand. Because <laughs> now more people are paying attention. So true. Okay. So you were born in Jamaica. I was. Oh my goodness. Which city? I was born in Mandeville, Jamaica. It is, it's called a cool city in Jamaica. <laughs> it just sounds it, cool. It, well, it's mountainous. Ah. It's like you know, 3,000 feet above okay. sea level. So okay. it gets really cool, especially in the evenings and nights. Okay. And in the cooler months, such as when it's winter here, some of that cool breeze gets there and makes it really, really adorable. I like that. It mixes with the tropical breeze and makes it really, it's a really good feeling. Okay, so we now know how you got your nickname. How did you name, say your band name, and how did you name your band? My band's name is Pickyhead Militia. Pickyhead Militia. Pickyhead, picky. Like picky, someone who's picky. Pickyhead Militia. That comes out of negative connotations. Historically, in Jamaica, as kids, as black kids, we pick on each other. Mm-hmm. And so we would call each other Pickyhead. It's, it's, it's a.k.a. bad here or nappy here. <laughs> gotcha. So... We've embraced it now. You look all over the place, you see people with dreadlocks. You can't have dreadlocks unless your head was picky. There you go. And so, you know what? It's it's to some people's negative, that's that's your positive. Absolutely. It's all absolutely, about the perspective. Absolutely. Huh. So we're a bunch of nappyhead guys who have bonded together to make really good music. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm smiling from ear to ear because you can just feel the love and the warmth. <laughs> absolutely. How many people are in your band? 
six to seven mm-hmm. when we're fully loaded. <laughs> but we have performed, I've performed solo, so anywhere from one to seven. And 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 for those who've never heard your music, um, do you sing? Do you play instruments? I, I sing, and I also play bass. Um, I sing by default because <laughs> no one else wants to sing. <laughs> no, I'm sure you have a good voice. Actually, I know you do because we heard it. <laughs> it's by default. I had to sing, so I had to step up to you know step up to the mic. Why? So. Why music? I mean, you know, you could be with with the type of mindset that you have, and um, you could do anything. Why music? Music is just one thing that I do, or one of several things that I do. But music inertly was born into me. I can't get rid of it. It. I wake up with music in my head, Kelly. I go to sleep with music in my head. Right now, we're, we're, we're having a conversation. I'm you got he- music I'm, going? I'm hearing things in my head. <laughs> what does it sound? So, okay, when you hear the music, are they instruments or are they you, you it, singing? It, 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 no, it, it, it just, something just comes together. And it may be a jingle, it may be a, a, a little musical melody, mm-hmm. but from there it goes on to, to be developed, if it sticks. That's because you're artistic. See, those of us who are not, we don't have that problem. <laughs> we, we, we think bills, we think <laughs> chores. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Things like that. But you're thinking harmony and melodies yeah, in there. Yeah, everything moves me. What a gift. Is, I'm not sure if it's a gift. It's just that's just how it is. I think I think we exist off music. Think mm-hmm. about it. If you were to step out of the studio on a Friday morning, okay. it sounds totally different from a Sunday morning. You're not kidding. And most Friday mornings sound have some similarity. You may have some variation with weather or so, but mm-hmm. most Friday mornings sound similar. Most Sunday morning, most Sunday morning sounds sound similarly. Mm-hmm. Now. It's rhythmic. Our lives, our lives are based on rhythm. Rhythm is a nation. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had we to just, throw that in. We, we just blend it with sound. Yeah, good sound. Thank you. So your journey from Jamaica to Mobile. Mm-hmm. How did you choose Mobile? So, interesting story. Not only am I a musician, music actually helped me pave my way through through college. Mm-hmm. Right, so I went to Grambling State University in North Louisiana, and I played music there in the band. Which, which instrument? I, I played bass guitar, okay. believe it or not, in the marching band. Stop it. Well, Grambling has always been revolutionary. Since the 60s, they've had electronics on the field beside the marching band. So they have pioneered that. So I, I used to be part of what was called a sideline combo during marching season. Uh-huh. And then during concert season or spring season, I would play bassoon. You play the what? Bassoon. Bassoon. I did. What 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 instrument is that? Bassoon is a huge wooded <laughs> instrument that uh-huh. looks like some tall funnels going towards the ceiling. Gotcha. It's a reed instrument. It's a double reed instrument. It's very difficult to play. And it has a very peculiar sound. Um. How, wait, how did you get that instrument? Because when I was in band, I finished high school in Inglewood, California. Oh, you're on the move. There are stories to tell. <laughs> All right. So, so w- w- when I left Jamaica, I went to, I went to California. Okay. I, went to, I went to Inglewood. Okay. And I was still young. So mm-hmm. I finished high school there. Okay. Um, and after a few months in school or in the band, my director called me at home and said, Andrews, come, I want you to see an instrument. I want you to play. I had never seen this thing before. Uh-huh. He took out this monster of an instrument. It, I, was, I was blown away. It was huge. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know what to do with it. 
Luckily, the principal at Inglewood High School was also a former um, student at Grambling High School. There we Both go. Both he and the band and the director. Uh-huh. And he was a bassoonist. Bassoonist. Yes. Yeah, so that that's just yeah, sounds. Yeah. So, so he took me into the office and gave me a few days worth of notes. And can you read music? Uh, yes. Which is uh, which I'm finding out because I get to interview so many people. I'm very blessed with this job. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who can play, they marvel at those who can also read uh, uh, notes. Ab- absolutely. Well, I had to teach myself in a way because when I went to when I joined the band in California, I could not read music, but I had. I had learned from taking some music in, in uh, some theory in Jamaica of you know how scales were made up. Uh-huh. So I applied that to the practical part of it, and I went home every day and I would wear myself and my family out. <laughs> Kelly, like, please! I, I drove my family crazy learning to play the bassoon. I bet. And how, and how many siblings do you have? Oh. I have, that were in that house that you were driving crazy. No, in, in California, uh-huh. I, I had relocated. It was my mother uh-huh. and a sister and her husband okay. and, and her child at the time, her first child. <laughs> but I drove them crazy because it was a relatively small space. <laughs> and they would say, Man, oh, you sound like bullfrog fart. <laughs> 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 and I'm saying, what else is a bassoon supposed to sound like? Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> so, I, I really want to look up what a bassoon sounds like now. Please all right, do. All right. So you are you have taken it upon yourself to learn how to read the music. Mm-hmm. The principal and your band director, mm-hmm. they, they they give you this instrument. And yeah. um, clearly you did well. Well enough to earn a scholarship to Grambling. That's what I'm talking it about. It really was a bassoon. It wasn't a bass guitar. That, it was the bassoon. That, it was a bassoon <laughs> that really, because bassoonists are rare. So when you were there at L- uh, at Grambling, rather, mm-hmm. um, were you the only bassoonist? There was one other. Uh-huh. So there were two of us in the entire band. Is this so big that it's stationary? No, no. It's, it's, it's mold, but it's huge. <laughs> <laughs> it's huge and cumbersome. It's, gotcha. many, it's, it's like at least three pieces you have to put together. Three. Oh, wow. Before oh, playing. Okay, so you so you get the scholarship. Yes. You go to Grambling. Yes. Then what? And while at Grambling, I realized as much as I love music, I'm also a scientist. I love science. I love the sciences. Those two don't usually go together. Yes, they do. Because really? music and mathematics are closely, a lot of music professors are also mathematicians. Well, excuse me. And <laughs> m- mathematics is a perfect science. Right, right. think about it. You well, know? you put it that way. Yeah. But I guess, see, see, I'm not artistic, so Mu- I wouldn't know. And music is made, made up of what? Timing. Yeah. Notes have assigned times to them. So do you love science and math? I love sciences. Okay. I like math. Uh-huh. You're probably really good <laughs> at it, too. You're like humbly good. I, I, no, not, believe it or not, I, I, I did okay in math. Okay. But I learned late that if you had applied yourself well to math from early, then you could have really excelled. Now you're talking to all of us right, <laughs> right there. Right, I got you. Absolutely. Okay, so you realized from the sciences standpoint. So what was your major in, at um, Grambling? At Grambling, I majored in biology and French. <laughs> this is getting better and better. Music was too hard. And look at you with your own band. Yeah. Music was too hard. As, as, as a science, mm-hmm. it, it, it really was... The, very few music majors graduated on time. It's, it's a very demanding um, discipline. I, I, I could see that. And as much as I loved it, um, most music majors mm-hmm. went on to teach music. Yes. And um, I didn't want. I did not necessarily want to make a career out of teaching music. Mm-hmm. I'd rather play. 
So you made a career out of what then? Through the sciences, uh-huh. then I got an interest into medicine. Uh-huh. And after graduating from Grambling, I moved to Mobile to attend medical school. <laughs> I love this because if anybody tried to box you in, good luck with that. Absolutely. You came to Mobile mm-hmm. to go to medical school. I did. Which um, school? I went to University of South Alabama. Okay. Very good medical school. Awesome. Excellent. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay. So what year was that? Uh, that was 1989. Okay. So then you finished medical school. A few months ago. So you finished medical yeah, school? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. So you're really a doctor. I, I am. <laughs> This is even better because, you know, there are many people, and you know this, who wear their titles on them to make them feel so important. I, I live mine, all of them. But you, well, you've earned them, but you don't act like that. You don't come in saying, I am Dr. So-and-so, because I always ask my guests to give me their titles and, and who they are so that I've got a little bit of foundation before we chit-chat on radio. Well, you know, a, a title is just something that's assigned to you. I live mine through my work. I love that. So as a doctor, what's your, what's your um, specialty? What are you focused on? Uh, I am a trained family physician. And so I, I, I historically have done you know, family medicine. Uh-huh. But I've also, through challenges or through circumstances, I have done emergency medicine for quite a bit. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, Well, I I had to make some changes. When my mom became terminally ill, she wasn't in Jamaica, so I had to close my office and went back to work in emergency medicine full-time. In Jamaica? No, here. Uh, Here, gotcha. Um, And did that for almost 20 years. Wow. Um, But now I've cut back because I'm trying to also redevelop my music career, but I still work in medicine, but but more so as a hospitalist, working Uh within the hospital, um, taking care of When some of your patients would find out, and I'm not going to say your alter ego, but I mean, not many doctors probably can can say that they're a bassoonist. Okay, Um, when they find that out, are they are they like, can you play something? (laughs) Some are, some are. Are they want me to perform for yes. you? Yeah, yeah. I mean... I, I get those requests all the time. <laughs> Music is healing. Absolutely. At least it, I know that. It is It is therapy. It is cathartic. It truly is it's, it's spiritual to some people. Yes, yes. I, I'm sure they have a list of um, hits that they have <laughs> written down <laughs> wanting to hear from you. I, I have no hits so far. I'm working on it. But, <laughs> yes, you but, do. But, but, but they have requests from it's, other artists that, that they would want me to perform for Listen, them. sir, Doc, uh, Golf... Um, let me tell you something. The perspective is everything. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, this is something that's very, it, it's, a, it's a tough subject, but it's beautiful what has come out of it because of your love of giving back. The tough subject is domestic violence. Yes. And if you're ever on your website, and give us your website name, by the way. PikeheadMilitia.com. Allow me to spell that for you. P-I-K-K-I-H-E-A-D. Militia, M-I-L-I-T-I-A dot com. Pickyhead Militia. And when you're on your website, you see messages about domestic violence. Yes. Why do you care so much other than the obvious? Mm. Domestic violence is part of, I think, each of our lives, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a secret in most households. I can tell you for the longest time, I did not want to be married because I didn't want to be I didn't want to recreate some of the things I saw mm. in my household growing up. Mm. So I thought marriage led to these things. 
Oh, wow. If you think about it that yeah, way. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because as a child, if yeah. that's what you saw. Inertly, I'm also a feminist. <laughs> Most things I've learned in life, I've learned from women. My mother is truly my idol. I think if she were educated, she would, been, she would have been the most powerful woman on this planet. Really? Yes. I don't know how my mom could, have, could read and write because she only had two years worth of schooling total. She had been working since, since she was a child. Mm. So, but she made sure that we went to school. I have stories. Oh, yeah. Tell right, them. So th- we have time. This one. So <laughs> okay. When I was in high school in Jamaica... I had one pair of shoe, and it, it, it was demolished. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, Mom, I can't go to school. I have no shoes. She said, um, look in my closet right there. Kelly, the most compatible shoe was a, an old platform from the 70s. <laughs> Six inches tall. <laughs> in Jamaica. She told me I had to wear it. I took a hacksaw blade and I sawed off four four inches of it. Uh-huh. So I wore two inches platform to school, <laughs> but I had to go to school. You had to, but those right. were the sacrifices. No excuses. And you had to suck it up also mentally because it was also somewhat embarrassing at times. Right. You know, but mm-hmm. poverty can also be a source of embarrassment for a lot of people. So I had never forgotten about, about those kind of issues. I've also learned from my sister. I have five sisters. Whoa. I am the youngest of nine children. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the by, youngest. You're youngest the baby. of nine. Yes, biologically. Okay. But, we, so, but I'm the ninth of 11 because we adopted two of our cousins that grew with us. <laughs> so, but most of my sisters are older. Uh-huh. And with me being the youngest boy, I had sisters, quite a few sisters in between. So I learned most of my, you say, upbringing from women. Uh-huh. I've never forgotten that. Because There's nothing wrong with that. N- not at all. It has made me who I am. My husband's the same way. His sister's raised absolutely, and raised by a strong mom, and so the understanding that you that you have a platform and it's not just for you; it's to help others. Most people think that my oldest sister was my mom, and I have to give her some props. Today's her birthday. My sister Cherry, happy birthday! Happy birthday! Do you sing to her on her birthday? No. Some things are off limits. Okay, understood, understood. <laughs> Happy birthday, Terry. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but that's that's beautiful that you're pointing that out. So you so you equated at a young age domestic violence and marriage and that you'd never get married. I, I resisted it for years. Uh-huh. You know, until I realized, you know, it, it, it's just not. That's not it. Yeah, no. You had, and you invited us, and I was so thankful, and the invite came via our mutual friend. Yes. <laughs> Love Tony. Tony Ann. Um, you had a, a listening party. Mm-hmm. But it's a, so we're not, I mean, we think we're kind of cool, but we're clearly not that cool, because when we walked in, we're like, why are we getting headphones? Mm-hmm. Explain what type of party this was. This was a listening party, or some people call it a silent party, uh-huh. or a headphone party, where you introduce music um, to people wearing headphones. So if you don't have headphones on, you have no idea what's going on. The At place all. is totally silent. <laughs> right. and, 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 and it's, it's kind of <laughs> catching on all over the place because pe- it's, it's noiseless. It's beautiful. But, but it's also intriguing because you'll, you'll see people dancing and you'll see people you know, <laughs> right, bobbing right. and, and you're wondering what's going on. Yes. But once you put some headphones on, it's, a, it's an entirely different world. 
everything comes to life. You introduced us to some beautiful music. Tell us a little bit about your music and um, and how we can support you too. Absolutely. So, as I said, my music is truly, I call it, Gulf Coast sound. I the, love it. the reason from inspiration, mm-hmm. through inception, through conception, through production, we're done all here on the Gulf Coast. And it was inspired by our being here on the Gulf Coast. Um, as I said, we have relocated here. And we've had to assimilate into local culture. Easy and or hard? It, it, it takes time. It's a, it's a learning process. It, is it more of a learning process to those who are from here? Or is it more of a learning process to you who has moved here? More of a learning process to us who have relocated mm-hmm. here. Um, you naturally assimilate into your culture here. And it's pretty much taken for granted uh, you don't think about it, mm-hmm. and you hardly even discuss it. What's our local culture? But when you have different practices or different tendencies, and you are now um, superimposed on something that's preexistent, you have to be cognizant of what's you know what you're up against or what Absolutely. you have to assimilate. Well, you know, and I'm not from here, so mm-hmm. I really know what you're saying. No, I didn't move from Jamaica, but right. having lived in different countries and different states, and I'm originally from Michigan. It's interesting how people can pick up on when you're not from here before Absolutely. you even say a word. Absolutely. And then the appreciation that you have for so certain things that locals mm-hmm. have had their whole lives. Absolutely. Like, you know what's very fascinating to me are people who are friends with people from kindergarten. Like, how do you know each other that whole time? Because <laughs> I think about how many times I've moved yeah, and how, you know, how many life changes mm-hmm. have happened. And I think that that's so beautiful. And it's something that I've, I've really, truly only seen here in Alabama. Connections. Yes. You, you make connections. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You may have conflicting ways of growing up, conflicting ways of thinking. However, spirituality is something else. Mm-hmm. You you make spiritual connections with other people. That's right. And I have friends here, Kelly, who historically don't like anyone, but we can get along. Is it because you have that respect that's there? You have to. Mm-hmm. You have to respect someone for who whomever they are. That's right. You have to. I always say that I think that we're more alike than we are different, but but the lines have been drawn because of culture, Absolutely. because of color, Absolutely. because of sex. And, and if you get past that and just have respect there, because everything has become so political Absolutely. and so divisive. Absolutely. And I, I always say I love hearing from people who think like me and those who don't, because that's mm-hmm. how you learn. If you don't know how someone's thinking, you can never really appreciate them. That's right. Man, that is so true. So what how what do you do cuz I, I just it, it makes me think that with all your talents that you immerse yourself in giving back to not just the from a domestic violence standpoint mm-hmm. but to the young people. I'm sure you do. You can't overlook youth. That's right. Um you have to be also be um Grateful. As young people, we all go astray in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And there were elders in our community, our communities that looked out for us. They didn't agree with some of the things we have been we had been doing, but they and they told us. We're always grateful for people who, you know, turned us around. Mm-hmm. And and so you have to look out for youth, especially young men. Young men are flamboyant. Youth of all species, young men of all species are flamboyant. They're attention-seeking. But a lot of times, that's just a call to say, look, I need some redirection. 
that's a that's a loving way to say that. Absolutely. And again, it's all youth. And we can't give up on our youth. No, we cannot. I think that this generation coming up right now, they're so talented. Absolutely. They've been through so much, especially Absolutely. now putting on your medical hat. From a pandemic standpoint, mm-hmm. how much they, they've had to learn about society and medicine and, and I mean, social distancing. What Absolutely. was that word before? It's antisocial distancing. It, truly. I mean, and these kids have been through so much. And to see how they're navigating life, I'm proud of them. Absolutely. And I also, what I love most, that this generation, they're proud enough to say, I'm having some mental um, um, situations that I need help with. Absolutely. Absolutely. To touch on that, Kelly, mm-hmm. psychiatric help in this state has been atrocious. Very true. To say the least. Very true. How uh, do we change that? It starts from the top. If you don't, as, our, as a political leader... Everything is about money. If there's not money being put into psychiatric help, we can't perform. Resources are lacking terribly. And and a lot of those people that need help are our veterans. Absolutely. You know, they're people who have maybe had some sort of addiction before, but because they don't have the medical um, coverage to help them, it's it's a cycle. It is horrific. Mm -hmm. Healthcare Mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. And I'll say it publicly, for this to be the richest country in the world... How we take care of our, of our poor is totally awful. It's, it's horrendous. And like I said, I really understand that having lived overseas mm-hmm. and seeing how other cultures Absolutely. do it as well. There's no excuse for this. It isn't. There isn't. Well, I mean, we talked about everything today. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I love this. How can we support you? How can, how can we hear you? We can be heard through many social media, just about all social media platforms. Mm-hmm. However, we do have a website, pkadmilitia.com, and I truly encourage our listeners to check us out there because, as you had mentioned before, Kelly, it's also a way that we can contribute to our community, which is Penelope House. That's right. Um, I would feel certainly undone not having mentioned Penelope House That's because it. Penelope House has been a pillar in this community for over 40 years and they have been service they have been servicing or providing service to our families who have been victims of domestic violence i have been honored to have met Catherine Dr. Catherine Kumanis yes and definitely Tony and Kumanis yep. uh, t- sorry Tony and Kumanis turns they are awesome ladies and they have transformed my life and and through our work and through music and should you visit our website and see that there's a song that we have dedicated to domestic violence called It's All About Me. Mm-hmm. And from downloading, proceeds will go directly to Penelope House. And we want that to be really successful because if, if the shelter is successful, they can continue to do their work. If there is someone right now who has received services um, from Penelope House or is living there right now, what's your message to them? Unfortunately, domestic violence is still a major player in our community. Let's start from early. Even though you may be a victim, your children don't have to be. And that's how we break the, break the cycle. We have to educate, especially our young men. Some of us may have been, we weren't born violent. Some of us may have been born violently through surgery, if you could say that. But we, we were not born violent. We learned to be violent. We're going to break that cycle. Absolutely. 
So we have to teach the kids how not to be perpetrators and how not to be victims. We have to teach our young ladies as well how not to be victims of domestic violence. You, your, your sisters raised a good one. <laughs> and your they mama did. too. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Big up yourself, Lucille. Oh, that's so <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up. Do you want to sing anything before we go? Okay, I'm having issues with my voice, clearly, as you can hear. The weather has gotten me totally oh, I understand. on the board. But I, you know... But I, but I know this, your speaking voice sounds beautiful. We've Thank learned you. so much. Thank you. And yet another reason to download one of your tracks, especially Defending You, Giving Back to the Community. Thank you. Thank you, my friend, for joining me. Awesome honor. Thank oh, you. Oh, my goodness. All right, so there's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Check him out. Check them out. Peaky Head Militia. Ooh, what a great interview. Thank, Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Community Roundtable. Keep it tuned to the Sound of Mobile Station. Coming up next is 251 Now with Kelly Finley. You've been listening to the Community Roundtable, a production of .com Plus, 105.5 FM WNSP, 92.1 The Zoo, 96.5 The Crab, and 92.5 The Soul. Tune in next Sunday at 7 a.m. for another edition of the Community Roundtable on the Sound of Mobile.